Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically, because you feel so strongly about this jab? Yes, I do. But as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. And if it means that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Why, Novak? Why? Why? Do you... Because the principles of uh, decision-making on my body uh, are more important than any title or anything else. Two seconds later. That is the story about Kyrie Irving. That is why he should feel guilty, because he comes across, at the very least, selfish. It's about him. Kyrie's working. Kyrie came back to the NBA ready to ball because he was always working out. But he the kind of guy, y'all, he'll work out 10 hours a day. You just don't tell him when to do it. You know, you know, just show up to practice, listening to the GM, the coach, or whatever. He wants to do things on his own terms. Okay. And anybody who feels differently, you're peons. You're small-minded. You're not on his level. That's Kyrie Irving. Yeah, That's I do have a problem with that. Guilty. That is why he should feel guilty. It's not it's team behavior. Yeah. It's a shame that that's his priority instead of doing his job first. The culture of it. We're bringing him the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two G's in a pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well-versed. That's real. Two G's in a pod. The thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have two. Two G's in a pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. You know, we don't, we don't. You don't get scared. You're like well-preserved bread. <laughs> you know, you know the edge of the bread. The edge of the bread. They call it the butt. The butt. The butt. The butt ends. <laughs> yeah, let me let me get them two ass pieces. <laughs> good people. Good people. Good people. Our good people. Once again, this is the infamous Iron Glen, and my main man back from Cali. Is who? Oh, figure what up, G? Yo, yo, yo. What up, my main, 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 man? I was just getting ready to say, yo, yo, instead of yeah. like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you, well, you know, it was everything, everything West Coast during the Super Bowl. They should have yeah. brought Ice Cube out. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. They should have, yeah. they should have brought Mr. Ice Cube out. Yeah, that would have that would have just that would have solidified the whole thing. Yeah, that would have that would have brought that would have been a nice. If they would have did the first verse straight out of Compton, being that they was in L.A., would have been crazy. But you got to think about this. Go they ahead. didn't do G thing. They didn't. They didn't do G thing. So it's, they left a lot on the table. They knew I was. They knew. They knew I was watching. They was like, we can't do G thing with G watching. He gonna swears for him. They know it was for me, man. You can't you know do what? G thing without the two G's thing. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, you know, it is what it is. It is. Hey, yo, let's, let's do our intro. Hey, yo, episode Ocho Cinco, 85. What? Not the Chad Ocho Cinco episode. Ocho Cinco, brother. Ocho what? Cinco. Man, my main man. My main man. We, we getting Ocho. up. Well, you know how we do. We getting up there, though. Ocho Cinco, yeah. 85. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Wow. Yep. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I am right. proud of it. Question. Did you catch any backwash from last week's episode? <laughs> backwash. When you say backwash, do you mean like a... Shrapnel. Blowback? Blowback? Blowback, some shrapnel. You uh, know what I'm saying? Did you catch any strays? I, I might I might not have caught a stray. I might have caught a couple of direct shots. I might have oh, caught, wow. a, I might have caught a, a, a couple of... Uh, nah, nigga, you crazy. Well, first of all, that wasn't us talking, baby. It really wasn't. It was the love, doctor. I, I, I tried to tell Slinky. I said, hey, yo, fam, do what you do. Listen, I'm not going to stop you. Love, doctor, handle your business. You know? Iron Glenn's not going to stop you. you know? Love, doctor, you go handle your business, man. And yeah, then, it, was, it, was, it was a little tumultuous. 
for, for that episode. You know, we, I guess, you know, being that we're on a, the day after the big uh, date of Valentine's. Well, today is International Side Piece Day. So today happy International is... Side Piece Day to all the side pieces out there. And for those that don't know that there are side pieces out there, happy Side Piece Day to you too. Let's side be clear, your flowers and your old candy was on sale. Be clear on that. <laughs> Look, if you can get candy cheaper, flowers right. cheaper, cheaper, and balloons cheaper, and balloons cheaper, and it only takes you a little bit more than five or six hours later, hey, bro. Hey, when when a winner chicken dinner, as my that's mom what I call a bargain. Listen, so, it is a, it is a bargain for me. <laughs> side pieces. Sing the song, side pieces. I left home, baby, to be with my side piece. Well, well, oh, we to be with my side piece. Oh, baby, look at here. I left home, baby. Oh, man, you, sir, are a fool. Jackass. Yeah. Anybody else call you a jackass but me? Because I cut a motherfucker. You fuck with my dog. Let's be clear on that. The Super Bowl. The game was good. Couple of bad calls. When you slow them down, it almost seemed like the game was rigged. But it is what it is. I'm glad it's over. I had not a horse in the race. I'm a Jet fan. Not, to, not sure I should be proud saying that I'm a Jet fan, but it is what it is. I'm a Jet fan. So it was, it was a good game. It was entertaining. So I was happy at that. You know what? I think this is one of the years that the halftime really overshined the game. This game felt a little scripted. It felt a little scripted. It felt from the rock coming out and doing the intro. It felt a little programmish. Yeah. I'm gonna let you finish, but I got to say something. I'm so tired of the rock now. <laughs> you can't see him. You can't see him the same. Way. I can't, I can't, I can't see a lot of celebrities the same, mainly him. I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm tired of him now, but yeah, finish, finish your thought. OBJ getting hurt, that seemed a little bit anticlimactic. Pause. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it seemed like it was just a real script. When it seemed like the Rams is going to blow away the game, then all mm -hmm. of a sudden he gets hurt. And it's like, oh, that just might go a different way. And then they score. Yeah, I was thinking that, you know, him getting hurt now, they can set it up to where it's one, the game's going to be closer. Two, they can kind <clears> of <throat> give the game to Cincinnati. I was thinking that as well, because then they mm -hmm. scored 10 points right after that. Right. They made it a game right before halftime. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that that was pretty peculiar. You know right. what? I didn't bet on the game, and I, I and I had all the bets to win. I just didn't do it. Our fellow friend of the show, Maria, she normally does boxes. Uh -huh. So I don't know if she won or lost. Normally she brags when she wins, because you know right. she's a Sagittarius, and when we win, we do what we do. Right. But we're also graceful losers. Right. She always does well on the boxes. So I got after after text and access, you know, you didn't put it up unless no one did it at her because she is at a new job. So they might not have did the boxes. So I don't know. I don't know. I was gonna do the fan duel, the parlay and do that. And I and I got the the cup touchdown. I got the OBJ cut touchdown. I got mm -hmm. the yards for OBJ. Right. And I had the three-point score at the end of the game. It wasn't the right, right score, but it was 2017, and there's a 23, 20. So I really would have done well had I bet, and I just didn't do it. Sometimes you gotta follow your mind, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes you gotta follow your mind. It is what it is, you know. But like I said, I'm, I'm glad it's over. Um, I watched the uh, celebrity hypocrites, you know, uh, all walk around pretty much massless, raw dog in the air, left and right, hand clapping, high fiving, chest bumping. You know, but they're still trying to push masks and mandates on us. But, you know, for those that haven't figured it out now, it's do as we say, not as we do. Yeah, it was a lot of motherfuckers out in L.A. And, and it was just like, you know, it was a free fall for the most part. That's right. You was out there. How was it out there, my man? L.A. is beautiful. Did a couple of parties out there. And, um, right. you know, um, it was it was pretty, pretty cool as far as that. It was a lot of stuff going on in L.A., a lot of parties. It was a shooting, which happens in L.A. I heard it was Bieber at party. Justin Bieber party. Yeah. Well, you know, he 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 did at one point other utter the N-word himself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, they oh. they kind of brushed that under the rug. You know, yeah. all the uh, um um Caucasian uh celebrities that have 
also other than the N-word, other than uh, our man, Joe Rogan. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, they, yeah, they, he, you know, it's some, some nigga shit went on, but yeah. you know, hey, if, if you want to kind of dip your toe in that pool, you're going to get what you get. Listen, man, you, you come to the cookout. I'm not telling you what's going to happen. Yeah. But if you get invited to the cookout, understand the some shit may happen. The food's going to be seasoned yeah. and bullets may be flying. Yeah, yeah. Be clear. You may have to throw hands. You know, it's a possibility you may have to throw hands. You may have to run and duck. In his case, he had to run and duck, man. So, you know, welcome to the cookout, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know I think I think LA was really happy that the Rams won. They were really happy about that. But I think that the halftime show was really what everybody was focusing on this year. Yeah. What would you rate the halftime show? They were saying it was like one of the greatest halftime shows. I was like, man. No, I think that would be a great tour. That would be an amazing tour. That would be that would be an amazing tour. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the great one of the greatest halftime shows, I'm like, man, not a it was it was it was fun, but I don't think that on the level of uh I think that it was dope for LA, being that it was a lot of LA artists and they was and it was dope for hip hop. It was Dope for hip hop because we've never seen them frontline and straight hip hop. Yeah, all straight hip hop, uncut, raw, all hip hop. And you know, you, you know us. We know we we ain't got nothing but West Coast love. You know, there you go. So, there you go. You know, just to see Dr. Dre, uh, Snoop, and after all he's been through this whole year, that was a that was an incredible performance. He just he just keeps on winning, man. Yeah, beat a stroke. Yeah, uh, beat uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but aneurysm. He beat that, beat a bad marriage. You know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah, he's 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 still winning, still winning. Yeah, man, it was it was it was a good it was a good performance. It was dope for hip hop, but it, as far as the best and all that stuff, it's it's, it's got a ways to go before it gets to that. Nah, 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 nah. Like I said, you know, it, I I was entertained. I was I was uh, pleasantly entertained. You know, it's good to see West Coast represented because you know I'm a I'm a huge huge fan. Of West Coast and West Coast rap, so yeah, you know, and you know, Kendrick. What can what more can I say about Kendrick, man? Yeah, man, he's dope. His his performance is, is is he's he's on another level. Yeah, he is. When he he is. He's, he's on another level, man. Totally he's on another level. And then you got to give it up to the Queen Mary J. Um, I was having a debate with somebody at work. They was like, "Oh, you know, um, her performance was great." I was like, "She's not that really for me. She's not that good of a performer." Really? Yeah. You know, like her dance. Her, I put her dance along the line of Dame Dash's dance. Hey, it don't really battle. makes it don't really make sense. That's a good battle, though. But yeah, of course, that be it's a good battle. Verse. That should be the but next verse. Then she was like, "Well, you know," she was like, "Uh, well, her dances were terrible." I was like, "Her dances weren't terrible. Her dances was on beat, but she was off beat. But the fact that you was focusing on her, you didn't see that. He looked like she was on beat, right? And they, and they was, was on beat, right, But right, no, right. it's just how she dances." And like her dance is so bad, it's good. Right. It's like you she's know? never been in you know, a Barney Rubble on the dance floor. Nah, she ain't no damn usher. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She ain't no Ralph Cramden doing the Hucklebuck. You know what she I'm not, saying? She's not even fucking uh, Ralph Tresman. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even Ralph Mouth. Fuck it, you want to go there? Shit, she ain't Ralph Mouth from fucking um, Laverne and Shirley and shit. You yeah, know? Man. Yeah, but it, it, like I said, it was entertaining. She One thing for sure, two things for certain, she can sing her ass off. Yeah, that's one thing for sure. Yeah. You can't take that. Well, she was laid out in the motherfucking them yams. The yams are showing though, bro. Woo, Sahas kind of pushed the yams up a little bit. Yeah, you know, you take man. You know, yeah. You're not a cook, but they have this thing where they take uh, uh drumsticks and they cut the tendon and they push it, and it's like chicken pops. I have seen that before. Yeah, so that, I, that her, looks her very with the boots was that like very sexy. Motherfucking thigh pops. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh, damn. A little hungry, you know. Yeah, I'm a little hungry there, man. You know, and you know, Mary got that elevated booty with with him shit is like halfway on her back. Listen, it's all right, it's okay, man. I will <laughs> climb up there and uh, you know, lay him down and slack him, yak him. <laughs> so we had our boy Eminem. Eminem was there, he did his thing, he took a knee. He took a knee. What do you feel about that, bro? My mom was watching CNN, right? So CNN was like, well, Eminem took a knee for Colin Kaepernick. 
And then they took Colin Kaepernick's whole narrative and changed it. Whereas Karen Kaepernick was kneeling because there was no black coaches in the NFL. And I was like, bitch. No the fuck he wasn't. No the fuck he wasn't. He kneeled for police brutality. Allegedly. Allegedly. He had nothing to do with the fucking no black coaches because when he was playing, there was actually more black coaches than there is now. That's so he fact. wasn't kneeling for that. But I was watching his CNN. I was like, these motherfuckers just took his whole narrative and flipped it. Talk about Kevin Blackstone. Where did this halftime right? Could it be number one? Somebody's saying it's number one. Well, it was certainly the funkiest uh, uh, halftime performance I recall, but it also kind of struck me funky in an odoriferous way, right? Because here's here are all these rappers um, led there by Jay-Z who said he's going to fix things in terms of social justice with this league. They have a huge discrimination lawsuit hanging over their head, and this kind of struck me as some sort of deodorizer uh, for all that's going on with this league right now. So I was a little bit queasy uh, kind of watching that Israel Gutierrez? Yeah, it's kind of bugged out that um, the fact that this is kind of like a dated conversation. I'm like, yo, dude, just enjoy the fucking show. It, it kind of dampened the show with the whole yeah. kneeling. Because now everybody was like, you know, wasn't really talking about the show. They were talking about him kneeling. I was like, dude, what, what the fuck was up with those dark ass eyebrows? Yeah. Now, I like Eminem. And he, you know, I like Eminem. I got to guess him, but the eyebrows was kind of dark for a blonde was, guy. He was coming out and he was saying about the stuff about the Trump and he was on quote unquote our side. Right. And for the most part, I believe that Eminem's perspective is pure in that way. But I also think that a lot of it is grandstanding as well. People, like I said, celebrities like the grandstand. You know, I'm not saying he did, not saying he didn't, but he is a celebrity. Celebrity loves the spotlight, they love controversy, but he's also of the Caucasian persuasion. So he's kind of going to get a pass. You're, you're bringing it up and it's like, right. you're kind of taken away from Dre's moment. You know, cause they were doing all this stuff where they was they was editing words. They were not trying to offend the police, still not right. loving police, they, they edited that. Mm -hmm. And Kendrick, you know, and we hate Popo. Kendrick took that out of the they rap. Took that out, so yeah. Like they, were, they were playing it pretty politically correct. So for him to kind of take a knee and not really explain it, and then the NFL come out and say, oh, well, you know, well, we knew he was going to do it. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, little, little suspect. Very suspect. But like I said, it, it, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, I was looking at all the celebrities, like I said, walking around a uh, maskless raw dog in the air, you know, seeing ones that were screaming, Put your mask on and get the vaccine, but everyone's run down, raw dog in there. Yeah, but a lot of these guys weren't in the big city and they weren't in the cities where they were mandated, quote unquote, in those cities. They were in fucking Miami chilling. They were in Texas and Houston chilling. Well, motherfuckers to kind of hate, quote unquote, the Saint and, and Florida and their policy, motherfuckers went there a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we had a couple of our, our, our politicians, AOC included got filmed, uh, photographed down in Florida, chilling, raw dog in air herself. Mm -hmm. And they kind of just brushed that shit under the rug. And you see the whole bunch of celebrities down there also, I like to say raw dog in air, just raw dog in that Florida air, you know, but then we'll come up there and talk shit about it. Yeah. How hypocritical is that? Yeah, hypocritical, because you say raw dog in, and they'll say that they were raw dog in. But isn't that mm -hmm. kind of like, don't you have to have like a pronoun behind raw dog in? I guess. You know, uh, speaking of pronouns, uh, that's the latest uh, squad that they're sicking on our man, Joe Rogan. The LGBTQ yeah. community, they're actually sicking him on it because the, the race, you know, the, the racial thing didn't work, you know, because they took a bunch of his old shows and just took them out of context and just put them together. And it was like a nigga montage. What did you say, nigga? What did he do to make them niggas that mad? Truth and honestly, I'm disappointed that he apologized. Yeah, but I understand why he did it. I understand why he did it, but at the same time, my thing is like this, right? If I know I didn't do anything wrong and I didn't know, and I know I didn't mean it maliciously, why the fuck would I apologize? All right, I think that he did that because he has black fans, and I think that he was his black fans and black friends, but at the same time, they know him if they're actually his friend. Right. 
Like someone said that you said something, right? And then showed it to me that you said it. I know you. Right, but he's apologizing to people that don't know him. If this is the first in introduction that you're getting of Joe Rogan, mm -hmm. and all you hear him is him saying, nigga, 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 right. then he's going to be like, that's not really what I do. But think about it, right? All the times that he said it, right? Where was the outrage when he was saying it? When it originally happened? Because those are all old clips. And they're also taking out the fact that he is a comedian as well. So it's got to be context. Indeed. Well. But the fact that he, one, they took it out of context. But two, let's say you were sort of, um, you know, because I see D.L. Hughley, who's a fucking clown, and a bunch of other ones come after him. And I was like, yo, you know, you know, this is this is this guy. This is what he's saying. Why weren't you outraged when he originally said it? And the funny thing is, it really irks me that comedians will come out and they will go after him and attack him when they're in the same field and they and know they know the, the 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 intricacies of being able to say what you need to say, say and not have the fucking guillotine hanging over your head while you do it. Yeah, they better all get the Dave Chappelle mindset and don't give a fuck. I think a lot of people hate Dave Chappelle because he's able to do it and he didn't have to feel the fire, quote unquote, allegedly. He felt oh, the fire. That, the motherfucker just had to be made of asbestos. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> they I, came I, at him. Wasn't like they didn't come after him. I don't, but I don't think he gave a fuck, and that's the problem. I think that everybody else would give a fuck. Now yeah. you see why I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm Dave Chappelle, but I don't think I think I don't give a fuck more than he don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> and that's right. the odd gosh out of truth. I think I don't give a fuck more than he don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care, man. And you would think that with Dave Chappelle, it's like, yo, fam, this guy gave up so much 10, 15 years ago. What makes you think that- He's going to give a fuck. He's going to give a fuck. The dude now. walked away from 50, $55 million, whatever the fuck that number was. What makes you think he's going to give a fuck now? I ain't even get a chance to walk away from $50, and I don't give a fuck. And, and, and especially after he got it back in a spectacular way, and it's way more to come. In spades, he got it back. Yeah. You know, but like I said, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. You know, but uh, have you been following um, what's going on in Canada? Truckers shutting down the border and then uh, the illustrious the prime minister of Canada? Yeah. yeah. Fidel Castro's illegitimate son. <laughs> Whatever. You ever seen the picture they put up next to him and a young yeah. Fidel Castro? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if I was his pops, his real pops, I would question. I'd be like, motherfucker. But supposedly this 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 fucking uh, Joe Bag of Donuts is implementing martial law on his people. Yeah, not only that, they, they created a system that people that are donating to the convoy, the truckers, that they're actually going into that money and seizing it. And they're seizing it. But they're supposed to be a freezing, they're supposed to start freezing all the truckers' money and the people that donate. Yeah. So for those that people out there that that's so caught up with the convenience of just tapping your card, the convenience of just swiping your card, or the convenience, you know, where they're gonna try and convince you in the convenience of getting this chip implanted so you can just wave your fucking hand. Think about what they're gonna be able to do to you whenever they want to. They can just take all your money and just say, you know what, fuck you, it's frozen. The fuck thing you, with this you can't use it. The thing with this is, is, is crazy is that because you're taking away not only the person that it's being donated to, you're taking away the choice of the people that's actually donating. That is so, correct. So, so my money doesn't have a forum. And this all started in a way, well, it came to his head where it really got out of control to me when right. they banned the fucking president from Twitter. Exactly. They, that's when it all started. That, when they, when, when they did that, then that just said all bets are off and you're not really going to be able to, to move like how you want to move. People was getting at me. They was like, well, no, he needs to be silenced because he's offensive. Yeah. Remember that? Slippery slope. And I was like, it's just, we, we both said it's a fucking slippery slope because once you start banning someone's quote unquote right to free speech, all bets is off after that. Now, here, here is the slippery slope to me. Mm -hmm. The fact that you have these companies that, like a GoFundMe or something like that, that right. has now a political slant to it. 
where right. they can be pressured. So where do you go if you really want to support someone without having to look over your shoulder that it's going to be politicized? Because right. look, somebody could say, hey, yo, you know, um, we go on Patreon or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. this is just alleged. We can go on Patreon and say, oh, we're doing a show. And they'd be like, yo, those guys are dope. I want to send them money, to, you know, so they, they show could blow up. Now Patreon hears our show and they say, nah, those two G's guys, we can't fuck with them. And they take the money that the fans right. send in. So it's a lot of forums like that. We have to find out what their political stance is or if they <clears throat> are going to be political if some shit goes down. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, uh, freedom ain't free. Yeah, man. No, freedom, freedom ain't free, man. So I, you know, I take my hats off to the uh, Canadian truckers and the convoys that's doing what they do, trying to get back their freedoms up in Canada. Because I tell people, I keep telling people, be careful, because if it can happen there, it can happen here. Do you think it should be happening here? Uh, yeah. I think, I think we're so distracted by bullshit that we are you see how right, right now a lot of a lot of a lot of the states that had the, the, the serious serious mandates have kind of eased back on certain ones. So even in New York, the the our y'all illustrious governor, whatever the fuck her name is, she knows that re-election is coming around the corner. There's no way if she gets reelected, y'all motherfuckers are in so much trouble. But she got eased off the mass mandates. You know, uh, in D.C. over here on this side, where I'm not in D.C., but I'm close enough, the mayor of D.C. eased off the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates. Gee, it's bullshit. Because if you've already stepped over that line of choice, mm-hmm. they don't go back. They don't backpedal. They just stop there and they mm-hmm. wait for the next chance they get to push further. Well, you know, their jobs are on line. You know, you got the midterms coming up. Their jobs are on the line. Yeah, but but even that, you've already made the progress of taking people's choices away. So a lot of people still from decisions. So that it's going to be a whole lot easier to take them away again, because they no, was like, "Yo, we already gave them up." Yeah, it's like you know, you you have a decision in October, and then you're still feeling the wrath of that in February. So if they stop in February, that really doesn't make your choice any less difficult. It's still what it is. Dude, there's enough distractions. They have enough distractions for the, the, the mass idiots right now that by the time it rolls around, majority of them are going to forget. If you give them back just enough. I don't think they're going to give us anything back. They stopped yeah, the they mass that, testing. Even at my job, they, they stopped the mass testing. They did that last summer. And then what happened? Yeah. You said it. Vaccines. You said it. You said it. So what you know, you so you figure what do you think is gonna come back since they're giving the, the, the mask off right now? Because there is no fucking emergency anymore. Where's the emergency? Because every place is still pushing the vaccine. The um the uh I don't even want to say vaccine. I already said it. Yeah. I say vaccine. <laughs> vaccine. They're already pushing yeah. still, they're pushing, still pushing it, but there's no emergency anymore. Right. Omicron came and left. Optimus Prime came and left. Right. Omicron, Percy I-8 came and left. You know? You know what I'm thinking about, G? We got uh, to gotta, gotta almost, to a certain degree, regulate what we say on this shit now. Do you realize I, that? Unfortunately, we do. And you know I'm going to try my best. And it's not going to fucking work. We gonna You're the edit, edit master. We got to edit, edit master. So, but we want to let y'all know. Then I make me look soft, though. Nah, it's not, it's not that. It's just that this is more important for us to get this shit out than us, is. For us to be the ones that's going to teeter over the rules and, and nobody hears it. You feel what I'm saying? I understand. So I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. just want to let the peoples know that, you know, this is not a bend. This is uh, an adjustment. Let's be clear. We don't bend the knee for no one. Right. We do not bend the knee for no one. I don't it's give crazy a fuck because who you have, are. We do not bend the knee. If I you see me bending down, bending, bending the knee, I'm coming back with an uppercut. Be clear on that. That's sense. where my uppercut's coming from. I'll bend the knee just to throw a fucking uppercut. Yeah, man. Um, they're not only taking away people's accounts, they're giving us strenuous types of um, rules, rules and, and hoops to jump through. And now it's it. They're, they're equating you having uh 
contrary opinion to terrorism. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? In a country where we're supposed to have freedom of speech, you can't speak your mind because now you're a terrorist. How crazy is that? And what they do is they attack somebody big in the culture. Joe Rogan. They let, they, they let him go to the side, but they make it to where it's like, oh, well, he, he's going to be able to say what he needs to say because he's so big. Right. But the rest of y'all motherfuckers forget about it. better shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So they're going to silence all the rest of us. So we, he may be able to say what he can say. Eventually, he's going to fade, or we're going to try and make him fade. Because like I said, they sent back, they sent the alphabet squad after him this time. So I'm, I'm real interested to see how this uh, plays out. I think it was Keith Oberman, the one of them, found a tweet from him from a while back. Once again, an old tweet. Where was the outrage when he originally said it? Found yeah. it. And now they're sending the alphabet people after him. The alphabet squad. Yeah, so they're also friends of our show, by the way. They're, they're doing they're doing a racist thing now with the whole Mexican because the black delegations or quote unquote didn't bite that he was racist or didn't care. Right. They sent a couple of their fucking um uh bootlickers, you know what I'm saying, the DLs and a couple of other ones, you know what I'm saying. Even a rock pulled, that's why another thing I can I just lost all respect for him. Cause he sent out a tweet of support and then immediately pulled it back. It was like, oh, I didn't know uh, it was that bad. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I have zero respect for you now. Zero. Zero. I have zero. And you know how much of a bigger fan I was at the rock. I have zero respect for him. My dad said, you can, you know, the first thing you always give a man is respect, but they can always have, they always have the option to lose. It. He lost all respect for me. Wow. All, you know, so he sent out a tweet of support. People started coming down on him. He bent the knee, backed out. Oh, I didn't know it was that bad. Pulled all his support. I said, come on, dog. And they boys. Allegedly. Allegedly. Obviously not. Because when you're my boy, like my fucking man, period, point blank. And you know how we do, to the sun burnout. Right. To the sun burning out. What was that quote from um that Ben Affleck movie? Say, like, I ain't telling you where we're going, but we're gonna do some bad things and we're gonna hurt some people. And he was like, Whose car we take it? That's us. That's the town. Wasn't that the town? The town, yes, the town. That's my shit. So this episode Ocho Cinco. What else we got on the tablet, my brother? What else we got on there? <sighs> on the tablet, what we have is the official end. Of cuffing season. Oh, wow. Yes. Cuffing season is officially over. I don't know how to feel about that, G. I mean, listen, the weather's going to start warming up soon. People going to be out. Everybody going to be doing their thing now. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be looking to be booed up because it's going to be warm. Is there such thing as cuffing season regret? Definitely. Definitely. Especially if you make a mistake and you know, get somebody uh, El Prego. <laughs> it's in there. It's, it's in, in there. there. You know what I'm saying? El Prego. Oh, that was my, one of my favorite commercials. It's in there. You know, you mess around. You, your reputation soiled. You pull a Nelly. You know what I'm saying? You leak a sex tape. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, there's always regret. It's always the possibility of regretting this custom season. You know what I'm saying? You just might have a losing record. Yeah, <laughs> it's called a season for a reason, and you, you might get caught up. You might, might get leave. caught up. The person might leave you. None of you motherfuckers don't care enough about a brother to even just see what's going on in a nigga life. Sometimes a nigga need a hug or something. You know, what I mean? you may be thinking you're the cuffer and you were the cuffy. The cuffy. Yeah, it can now you're, cuff, now you're cuffless. Now you're uncuffed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you just free ranging it. You know, like a free range chicken now. You uncuffed, you know? So it can it can happen. That can be the regrets. But you know, would you, you know, if it, let's say you were the cuffy, would you tell it that you were uncuffed? Because women do it too. If you went that far, would you know? You're talking to the wrong person, sir. I no, would I'm not just saying, care. But, but I'm saying, well, would you know if if you're in that situation, 
that you didn't know that you were the cuffy until mm -hmm. the end of it, right? How would you know? You would know when they'd be like, you know what, this ain't working out. Who says they're gonna tell you that? True, they may just fade away. You know, like I think the queen, when she passes, I think she's just gonna fade away. You know how many relationships I technically am still in? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, no, when you're younger, you don't really break up. You just stop speaking. Think about it. Remember the back of the days you used to write, hey, do you like me? Check yes or no. Yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, no maybe. Gotta, you, always, you also gotta put that maybe in there. Just yes, maybe. Just you know, to buffer the no. Yeah, to buffer the no. Definitely. Maybe I like you. I don't want to say no, but maybe I like you. You know, but think about how many relationships you had from, from public school that you never really broke up from. Nah, I don't think that was my situation. They definitely broke up with me. Really? Hell yeah, man. When I was in junior high school and high school, right? I, used to get, I used to get my heart broken, my nigga. Damn. Bitches used to leave, leave, leave. But, you know, I had, I had good hair. <laughs> yeah, you did. You had the swirl. You know what I'm saying? I had the, the swirl. swirl. The waves with the swirl. You know, the waves with the swirl, man. I said, look at my swirl, bitch. You know, they get hypnotized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had the waves uh, with the uh, swirl. Unfortunately for me, Run DMC was on their way out. So uh, <laughs> wearing glasses like DMC <laughs> wasn't as cool as it was in public school. Yeah, I, I remember back then when I had good 2020 vision. Now I'm blind as a motherfucker, you know? But yeah, it's like, you know, I think I'm in like 13 relationships from public school. Oh, wow. And don't even know it, because we never broke up. That reminds me, I got to return these books to the library again. I told you when I was cleaning out my mom's <laughs> crib, I, found, I was like, fucking 86? Damn! I was going to return it, but then I, you know, I just kept it. I was like, fuck it, they ain't call me, so. It's my book now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, today Yo. is the 15th of February, and this feels like the longest fucking year in the world right now. Well, first of all, we got a grumpy old man in office, though, that we warn people about. His one year seemed longer than Trump's four years. But if you look at Trump's four years, it was like, you know what? That wasn't shit that wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad at all. It wasn't. wasn't. All. What do we have to deal with? Mean tweets? Him making fun of people here and there? And he got that, shit. Hmm? That was it. He got shit done. Yeah. So this motherfucker we got no. We're in a precipice now. of war, bro. Listen, we ain't had we went, we had a peaceful four years. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. We're not on the precipice of war. They are, because I'm not going to motherfucking place. Oh, I'm not going. This is my thing, right? Me and my mom was talking about this. You know what America problem is? And I got to tell people all day long, I love it here. I'm glad I was born here. I love it here. But we need to mind our own fucking business. Because they're over there, right? I watch it, you know, as my mom watched CNN, I have to watch CNN, because if I'm sitting there talking to her and the shit's on, I'm going to eventually watch. And it's always on. And it's always on. Your mom, just like my mom. So MSNBC. I'm MSNBC. She, she whispers into the remote. She think, don't think I'll be listening. She'll be like, CNN. Trying to whisper. I was like, I ain't turning the fucking channel. But they were talking to, they was interviewing people from the Ukraine. And it was like, yo, y'all talking about them invading us so much, y'all are stressing our people out. So if they're not worrying about it, why the fuck are we worried about it? I don't think America really is worried about it, though, to tell you absolute truth, because... If you watch the news, like, they are fucking stressing. Oh, no, 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 that's the hype. That's the hype. But I think that for the fact that they're not worried about it, why I say worried about it is because them niggas are saying, oh, well, find your way home. If you're from the U.S., find your way home. You got 24 hours. We're right. out. You know, you saw what they did in Afghanistan where they left all the planes and money. Yeah, they, and if you know, you better get your ass out of there because they ain't coming back to save you. They, they left niggas on a His track back. record of saving motherfuckers is piss poor. Niggas still got luggage on the tarmacs out there. The airports is flooded. Nigga left his shoes. They're they have tanks and shit. Yeah, yeah. So you know? I don't think they worried about the war. I think that they just like, you know what? I'm just not trying to be out there when the shit jump off. 
if you out there when the shit jump off, kiss your ass goodbye. Because this motherfucker ain't coming to save you. Yeah, and then when you start thinking about my business, may why the go fuck are we down. Over there anyway? Why are we going out with like I said? Then it was like, whoa, it's because of the oil. I thought y'all was pushing electric cars. I thought y'all was pushing everything to go electric. Then when I started doing research, you know it costs more energy to produce an electric car than it does to produce a regular car that burns energy? Ayo. Yes, sir. How are you going to fill up your car when it's raining if you have an electric truck? Uh, well, they have charging stations and shit. You know, they, they when it's raining. Yeah, they ground them. You know, these guys. Are, <laughs> okay, you, you think? Know, <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah, you think they ground it? Your ass be out there looking surprised. <laughs> yeah, baby. You know? uh, I think it's your turn to fill a pump. <laughs> yeah. You remember uh, what was that Home Alone two? When the motherfucker was getting shocked, he was screaming, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious, man. Yo, we we need we really need to mind our business, man. They're like, oh, you don't understand how it affected. I said, listen, you don't fucking tell me I don't understand. Because I can break everything down on a large scale and break it down into a small scale and make it make sense to you. That'd be like me going in my neighbor's backyard telling him, I don't like the way your shit's set up. I don't like the way your fucking your lawn furniture set up. Like the way you cut your grass, nothing. I don't like Fix where you it. buy your shit from. Fix it, or I'm gonna bust your ass. That's the United States. You go in other people's countries, you go in other people's backyard, and you tell them to fix their shit up, or I'm gonna bust your ass when your shit ain't fixed. We can't call ourselves the greatest country in the world if we got homeless people. You can't call ourselves the greatest country in the world if we got kids starving. They over here, I don't know if they showed them shits in New York, but over here in Delaware, they there was a save the children commercial for kids in the South. I'm gonna tell you this. I went to Super Bowl and outside the stadium, it was like a how do you say? There was like a village of homeless homeless people. people. Outside, yes, outside Skid Row. Skid Row in California. That shit is 30 blocks long. But we got time to do all this other shit. Jeff fucking Bezos, he has time to fly to the fucking moon. Fucking uh, Elon Musk want to implant fucking chips in people's heads, not telling people that the monkeys that they already fucking tested it on, most of them fucking died. You got fucking Bill fruity ass Gates running around the fucking country, around the planet, wanting to inject people with vaccines. You got these three motherfuckers with all this fucking money who can eradicate homelessness, who can eradicate hunger with the signing of a fucking check. Well, look what the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl generated billions of dollars and they could have wiped out homelessness. Homelessness in California like that. Just that, just that one day. Just, just that one day. Just from the money that they generated that one. But event. these motherfuckers want to do all this other shit except, and they're so going, oh, we want to do all this for the fucking planet. This motherfucker is tearing down a historic bridge just to move his hundred and something million dollar fucking yacht. All of them own property on the fucking coast. But telling us that the coast is going to fucking flood. Our boy Barry got a fucking coastal home that he's building in fucking Hawaii. But I'm, I I thought every fucking coast was going to flood. Stop listening to what they're saying and look at what the fuck they're doing, man, because they're, they're literally giving us their ass to kiss. Words don't match, bro. Their words don't fucking match. Their words don't match what the fuck they're saying. Celebrities have fucking uh, coastal homes, but they constantly tell you about, oh, the climate's fucked up the coastal cities are going to flood, then why the fuck are you buying homes on the fucking coast then? You should be buying shit in fucking Montana or fucking Colorado on the fucking mountains. If, you, if shit's going to flood like you're saying, it's going to flood. Do as I say, motherfucker, not as I fucking do. That's what they're telling us. I'm tired of fucking arguing with people about fucking shit that's blatantly obvious. Because you like these celebrities so fucking much that it's like, oh, they're not going to do anything wrong with me. It's my favorite fucking celebrity. They're going to be the first one to bend you over and fuck you. Because they don't give a shit about us. What Michael Jackson said? They don't really care about us? He says Shimon, actually. Shimon. Well, he doesn't say Shimon. <laughs> Shimon. What is, what is Shimon? What I don't is, know. What is Shimon? I don't know. I know our sister, Simone. 
Okay. <laughs> what is it like a combination between Sharon and uh, Monique? Come on. It's like Sharon and <laughs> come on, Sharon. Shamon. It's like a combination of come on, Sharon. Just put the shit together. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And then you got off topic, on topic. These fucking scientists in, in Italy were testing melanin and found out that melanin, which is what gives me my illustrious color and you yourself, yeah, is a better know. conductor of electricity. So they want to, they supposedly are allegedly using it in microchips. So I guess well, that would explain why so many of us go up fucking missing. Yeah, also, but that would explain the matrix. The matrix said that we will be batteries. Batteries. So we conduct the most electricity. So I guess that would be the case. Movies now, I start watching movies like they're documentaries. They're not even movies anymore to me. This shit's like The Matrix, um, uh, They Live, uh, Terminator. They're fucking documentaries. That's all there is now, because they're basically telling us either what they've done, what they're doing, or what they're going to do. So, so peek this. So now they're they're pushing this whole meta thing, right? And now they're saying that they actually have <laughs> slaves in the metaverse. I emailed OpenSea and Rarible last month about projects that were selling the images of black people as meta slaves for NFTs, and yeah, they may have taken this one down which by the way, had images of kids in their collection and George Floyd as an Easter egg, but there's still probably half a dozen or more so projects that need to be doxed out, not removed because it's too late, right? When the site's already allowed people to buy and sell the NFTs themselves, that already lives in the wallet. So just removing the collection page itself just makes them worth even more. What we have to do is dox the people that made them. And while I can't dox the creator of the Floydies just yet, I can definitely tell you who supports them. That is a tweet from the San Francisco Police Department's Twitter page that is liking the comments of the creators of the Floydies. I, yeah. Yeah, you can actually buy and sell slaves in the metaverse. They had a George Floyd slave in the metaverse. And what's ill about this is that everything that you can do in this world, you can do it times 10 in the metaverse. In the metaverse. Even the illicit shit. So if you're thinking that they can do slavery there, then they can definitely sell people they yes. can definitely assault people they can assault women they can do what they do and they've given you the tools to be able to do this with no boundaries literally no boundaries you can't stop it because if you do that makes it more valuable yes so the the, the scarcer it is the more valuable it, it is it becomes on the same topic Diamonds, right? Diamonds are actually useless, uh, worthless, right? We put value on diamonds because there's actually more diamonds than there are gold, right? So diamonds actually, we basically manufactured the value of diamonds. Gold is valuable because there's not a lot of gold, but diamonds, there's way more diamonds than there are gold. Well, diamonds are pretty much valued because we as a capitalist society we put that weight on it you know Mansa Musa one of the richest people in the world he, he used to throw diamonds he used to actually pass out diamonds like they were potato chips yes so it only became to a degree worth something I guess from the people that gave it to you or you know when they found out that oh so I can cut off somebody's arm and it doesn't mean anything and make a lot of money from this one little rock. That's when it really, really went off the hook. Yeah. Masa Musta. Richest man who ever lived. And he was black. So and Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise don't think about playing Mansa Musa in 2040 or some shit. Nah, I think it's going to be Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make Sean Penn play Masa Musa and shit. You know? <laughs> The Last Samurai centers around Tom Cruise, a Civil War veteran who goes to Japan and teaches the Emperor's troops how to fight. Mr. No, Mooney? no. Another movie that I was offended by. The, I mean, Hollywood is crazy. The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. He's the last samurai. Mm -hmm. Give me a break. That movie was offensive. 
I mean, Hollywood is crazy. First they had the Mexican with Brad Pitt, and now they've got the last samurai with Tom Cruise. Well, I've written the film. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll produce my film. The Last Nigga on Earth, oh. starring Tom Hanks. How about that? <laughs> They're going to recast Roots. Tom, Tom Hanks going to be cool the kid day. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole, man. Oh, shit. You're a fucking asshole. What have we learned today on episode Ocho Cinco? Ocho Cinco. One, I still don't give a fuck. Yeah. Two, you now don't give a fuck either. <laughs> you know what? I do give a fuck. I, I'm, I'm fronting right now, G, because my heart is broken, bro. I'm not sure if I'm the cuffy or the cuffed. You're not sure if you're the cuffy or the cuffed. I'm trying to find out what's going on. But I think I'll know before the end of the month. <laughs> like I said, once that weather starts getting warm, you'll find out. <laughs> or Two G's in a pod, Joe. <laughs> you could be like me, sir. Don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> here on Two G's in a pod, I don't give a fuck. And in real life, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> Two G's in a par, baby. That's our time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I am the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left was sitting who? Goldfinger. What up, G? You know what's up. See you next week. Yes, sir. Two G's in a par. Two G's in a par. Two G's in a par. Pause in the 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 pause